Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush this week. So everyone got their wish. Sweater and hoodie weather. They'll be here very soon. Our summer finally came to an end on Tuesday, September 22nd with the autumn equinox, which marks the beginning of fall for those of you that don't know, in the Northern Hemisphere. And that arrived at 9.30 Eastern time. And of course, at that precise moment, no, I didn't want to kill myself, but at that precise moment, each September, either the 21st, the 22nd, or the 23rd, the sun is directly above the equator, marking the exact time of the autumn equinox here in the Northern Hemisphere. Because I like to educate everyone. You know, this is, this is what I do. The word equinox, if you don't know what that means, it comes from the Latin with the word equalis and nox, meaning equal night. So this is the things you learn on Lens Burning Bush. On the autumn equinox, daylight and nighttime are each both about 12 hours long over most of the world. So I know everyone's excited, but for me, a bit of sadness, as now the pool is going to close pretty soon, although we are going to get a decent weekend coming up, so that might help a little bit for me. Uh, I'm waiting as we can have one more heat wave. Now, the positive thing is, you all people now can have your pumpkin stuff because now I'm not going to bitch and moan that you're having it earlier. You can go ahead and have your pumpkin lattes without me yelling at you. I would like some pumpkin pie, though, so we'll, uh, we'll do that. But since everyone rushed my summer, I am now going to hold out hope that spring is not that far behind. The awful W word. I won't even mention it. With that being said, it's time to bring out this week's guest, from Long Island, New York, known as Sue Solution, CBSFM traffic in New York City, a mom of triplets plus one. I love that that is on your profile uh, on your <laughs> Twitter. My good friend Susan Aller, Susan, welcome to Lens Burning Bush. I know hey. I know you're upset that it's episode 25 and it's finally a time when I brought you on, but hey, you're... I can't believe I'm not number one. That's just I what know. I'm We've been through so much together. You gave me a pen. I know. For my and I'm Actually, <laughs> the real story is that was your husband gave you a pen. I didn't give you a pen. That was it. <laughs> so we don't even remember the story from 1998. No, no we don't. I think that's so funny because I was trying to think of like, why? Did, why? Like, I knew, I knew it had something to do with my husband, but I just I don't remember the actual story. <laughs> well, I, I, I kind of remember it. It was, it, you know, Joe is a wonderful uh, person. We'll mention him, your husband, Joe. He, um, I think it was a very expensive pen, but one birthday yeah. you got a pen. Yeah, he gave me a pen. And then that was, and every year I, when I text you or, or, or send you a note on your birthday, I always say, I hope you get a nice pen. Cause that's yeah. kind of, it's like the episode in Seinfeld. Take the pen, take, take the, the pen, pen already. And I'm like, I just needed a big, a big pen. That's all I needed. That's, that's all I want. That's all I ever need. That's right. He got me like this, like hundred dollar pen. Yeah. I just want the ones from CVS. Yeah, I don't. I don't need the Mont Blanc. You see, like I knew that, right? Um, but but seriously, it's uh, it's great to have you on. Uh, we work together in New York City uh, in in a, the most fun atmosphere you could possibly have. Yeah. Um, and absolutely. the stories from those rooms in uh, we did traffic. Just for so anybody knows, we did traffic for a cable uh, station. And we were, you know, just a whole room by ourselves. It was like we were the um, the redheaded stepchildren of yes. the, of, of everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and we were, it was it was me, one female with like five guys, four guys, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 
first we had those first we had no um partitions it was just us five in a room and we just made each other laugh and then they were like okay you guys are having too much fun so they would put up these partitions and we would like you know sneak behind them and stuff like that but we played so many practical jokes on each other I just I always think back of that time and I will just laugh my butt off because it was so much fun just it was a joy to go to to work every morning just to be with like you guys and just laugh because I knew I was going to laugh the entire day and this is how stupid this was they thought it would be a good idea to have us all in the open right yeah doing the traffic all five stations there was five different stations and they thought yeah like New Jersey yeah right the Bronx Connecticut it was yeah yeah it was was separated by regions and they they Right. And they thought it was a good idea to start them all at the same time. So it was like, good morning. And you heard everybody talking at the same time. They thought that was brilliant. And then eventually they said, you know what? It's not as brilliant. We'll probably, you know, kind of move them off a little bit. And then it became worse, I think, for us, because that is when we would when when one person was on the air, the other four would try to get them to, to, to laugh. Oh, right. Right. Because after rush hour, yeah. it was like four Four stations would go at once. Yeah. One was separate. Connecticut was always separate. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> it make any sense. Our, our goal, our goal for the day was to try to make everyone laugh. And we all had to rotate an hour. So we all were just by ourselves for an hour. And this one day, we tortured you. And I, oh. I feel so bad for torturing you. I remember it very clearly. This I do remember. So... They, they had called and said, we're doing some maintenance work. Connecticut is not going on the air. So I went to leave the room to go tell you that you don't have to you know, go on the air, that they're doing maintenance work. Freddie stops me and he's like, do not tell him. And I'm like, what? And he's like, do not tell him. So you go on the air, but you're not on the air. And we were doing whatever we could to make you laugh. I remember putting hot pepper underneath your nose. Uh, somebody was tickling you. Tom was saying, Oh, Yankees win! Oh, Yankees yes, win! Yes, yes. By the end of the report, like Tom and Freddie were swinging you. And they were like, No, before you go! And I've never laughed so hard. And I will think about that moment yeah. in the middle of the night when I can't sleep. And it is, what, 20 years later? And I will just start laughing. And I'll wake my husband up and he'll be like, will you stop thinking about Lenny? (laughs) Because he knows that's what I'm laughing about. That is awesome because the fact that you're thinking about me while you're sleeping, it's just, it's it's a great thing. And and the fact that I didn't break up as much as I thought I would with all that craziness going on. I actually did the report. Yeah. It didn't count, but I did the report. We would break up all the time because... It, it, it was so fun to do it. And I, and it would have been great to have the outtakes of that because oh I think God. how much fun that would be. We need to, we need yes. to think about that. So, uh, yes. well, well, fun stuff, but, uh, but anyway, we, we digress. Uh, you know, you're doing traffic now. That's a wonderful thing on CBS FM in New York, a big star. Now I'm glad that you had a few minutes for me today. Um, that, that, you know, you know, Sue solution, right? Is that, is that correct yes. now? The solution. Yes. Right, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You uh, so follow. How can we follow you right now? Uh, do you have a? Do you have, you're on Twitter and you're on f- all that stuff. So what? Twitter, do you Facebook, Sue Aller, Sue Solution Traffic. Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, I'm even. I even got a Snapchat. 
Look at you. And, and, you know, we're old people and we still have all these things. You know, I, I didn't go to the uh, Snapchat and I and I I'm definitely not doing the what's the uh, with the T. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Oh, yeah. the kids, the, the kids. What's it? Yeah. Something like that. But I, I haven't I haven't explored that yet. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, there's there uh, TikTok. That's what it is. TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok I, is funny. I, Actually, you would like TikTok. It is, it's hysterical. We spend too much time on all these social media platforms. Now we do need some of them. I need social media to promote this podcast, for instance. Right, you know, right. we need to do that. So, uh, but fun stuff. So, um, what did you think in terms of of it now being fall? Are you depressed like me when it comes to fall, or everybody? You know, because I think when I think fall, I think of Finter. I think that winter is coming. Winter is coming. And I don't um, like winter. I'm so that that because it just ended. It was just like it was hot, it was sunny, and then it was like my feet are cold. I need a sweater. I am a little upset. I love the beach. We live very close to the beach. I go to the beach in this kind of weather when it is a little chilly. I love to walk on the beach. So I, I am a little sad to see uh summer go because it is one of my favorite times of the year. So yeah. I've been saying that for a long time. A lot of people don't like it because it's too hot. I say get a pool, yeah. get yourself a hose. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of ways to get get cool. I just in the winter, I just feel like I'm, I'm not into wearing. I mean, yeah, I know I just started riding motorcycles. So I got to wear the pants now, which uh, I, I didn't wear pants since March. But just so you know, but uh, so I talked <laughs> about that. But now I'm wearing pants again. Um, I do love yeah, the I shorts. Wearing like a helmet and yeah. elbow pads, and knee pads. Absolutely. Very about you a jew from new jersey should not be on a motorcycle no i know jews and power tools jews and uh and motorcycles really do not mix uh, i want to know the amount of people that are on harleys that are of the jewish faith i, uh, I want that uh somebody to tweet at me it. yeah i think i think it's a couple but it, it's a little bit more but it's fun learning something new at our age i think is a good thing i, I really yeah. do and i'm i'm learning i'm, I'm going to try to do it um, well, I, I have to tell you, it's hard for me as a traffic reporter because I report on motorcycle deaths every yeah. single spring, summer, and fall. So I am very nervous about you. All being right. Well, up. okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to guilt you. All right. Well, I love the Jewish guilt because I'm I'm used to that. The Jewish guilt always helps. But uh, so during this time, I mean, I know everybody's working out and they're doing stuff. They're trying to you know lose the COVID twenty. Right. We're trying to to get yes. better. Uh, people have, you know, went into the Peloton world, uh, but Amazon, this this company just amazes me every other day. They're trying to come up with new things. Now, apparently, they're getting into the bike business. I didn't know if you knew this, but they're selling a bike. It is a Peloton knockoff. So, you know, Peloton's like $2,200, yeah. right? It's, yeah, very expensive. I looked at it. I, I actually considered it, and then I wound up buying a used one off of Marketplace, but that's, a, that's another story. But this would have been a good idea had I known this was coming out. But apparently it's going to be the Prime bike. A Prime Prime bike. Yeah, from Amazon. It is um, about $1,500 less. Now, what's interesting is Amazon didn't build the bike, which, of course, they don't build anything. They sell everybody else's products, right? Amazon built it? No, no, no. It's it's actually their competitor. So it's um, they partnered with fitness startup Echelon, which is the other company. I don't know if you looked into it, but Echelon was basically saying, hey, if you take our classes, we'll give you the bike. That's how that worked. But that uh, still works out to be $60, $70 a month. And for me, I, I don't need a clothes hanger um, that expensive, right? If you, yeah, you yeah. We, we don't need a clothes hanger. But apparently these bikes, uh, 
The non-prime uh, uh, branded bikes cost between 1000 and 2000 depending on their features. But there are um, the first ever fitness product costing four ninety nine. So, oh, I, so the bike is going to cost four ninety nine. That's that's what it says. The prime bike uh, is going to cost a non-prime bike usually costs between a thousand and two thousand dollars, which is you know again. So that's Amazon has figured this out that no one wants to spend two thousand dollars to right. look at something in your media room that you're not right. going to use, right? Yeah, well, you know, there's so many ways to exercise for free because, you know, the gyms around here are still, well, I think they're open now, but um, I walk on the beach. I walk about two hours a day. I walk my dog. I, you can go to Amazon Prime and they have free videos that you can work out. You should just put them on your TV. You can use things around the house as weights. So I don't know. I, I, never, I never spent that kind of money on workout equipment especially at home because i know so many people whose treadmills they use it as a clothes hanger and yeah to me unless i can get it really really cheap i happen to have a bicycle that um was given to me by somebody so i it doesn't cost so I, but it's not the peloton but you can put your ipad down and mm -hmm. put a video on and that's your peloton so there, there's so many ways that you could do it without actually spending the money but they do a wonderful job of, of, of making you think that you need this. It's like Apple always did, right? Yeah. You know, did Especially you ever... In the winter. In yeah. the winter, it's harder to get outside, but you still can. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's So that's that's the interesting thing. So I'm always looking to help people on this podcast. I, I try to give, you know, a little bit of definitions here. So every week you learn something. Hey, I learned that from Lens Burning Bush. Um, but I was look, reading something here. So it's kind of interesting on how people are successful, right? You know, because you always want to know, everybody's always looking for the latest thing and how they can, you know, get better with themselves, right? Especially. So um, I saw an article with Warren Buffett, who, mm -hmm. you know, Warren Buffett's got a you know, lot of money, right? Yeah. Billions and yeah, billions, a few dollars. Um, he says that there are four choices in life, separate the doers and the dreamers, right? Ah, so okay. this is interesting. So I'm just going to go over it. I've got the four here and you, we can maybe talk about it. So the first is pick your friends wisely, which I totally agree. That Absolutely. is a great, that is a great analogy because you want to make sure that, you know, you're hanging out with people that you should be hanging out with. Right. That That's a, yeah. um, and then this is the other thing, which I always like to say, and that's, what's good about me now at 52 that I'm trying to learn new things. Right. So this is, this is the perfect thing. So Warren Buffett agrees with me, I think. Go to bed a little smarter each day, which, you know, learning new things, I think, is making you smarter, too, right? So I agree. Okay, yes. well, I think I'm, I'm getting to maybe there'll be a few billion dollars in my future right. here. So I'm getting easy. good. At, I'm, two for, I'm two for two. Like Bush, yeah. And you can learn something. Exactly. exactly. This is how you learn. So so that we, we're two for two here. I think we're good. Yes. So the third thing is what we don't do very well as a, as a, a country or as people, I think, now. And we have the best technology to do it, and we still don't do a good job of it. It is improve your communication skills. So when, this is what Buffett says. He says the most important investment you can make is in yourself. Yeah. Uh, Buffett once said that includes personal and professional development to propel your forward in life and business. Now, he invested in improving his capacity to communicate better at an early age, which he says will include increase your worth. So 
Yes. I, well, there are so many people out there that you're like, how are you successful? But it's it's their communication skills that actually bring them above, a step above other people. You hit it right on the head. And I've had, the, uh, we, we were talking a little bit off the air about this, but I find that my wife and my daughter don't communicate. <laughs> they communicate via text and it yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah. I totally, totally agree. And, and and as parents, you know, I I remember when testing, texting first came out and I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But of course, you know, then you have, you to, have to. Whatever. And they get phones and that's sometimes the only way. And so four of my kids are in college and I have one boy, three girls. And with the girls, we talk often on the phone. With my son, it's just so much easier to text him because I get more information because when he's 20 years old and still to this day, when I talk to him, how you doing? Good. What did you do today? <laughs> they never do anything. You ever notice that? What'd you do? Nothing. Did you learn anything? Nothing. But that's yeah. the thing. Tell him to go to bed a little smarter each day. You need to learn right. something every day. I like to learn a new thing every day. That's every That would day, be yeah. a good thing. So that's the third thing. So communication, I think we're terrible at. Let's just say we're two for three, right? Would you agree yeah. with that? Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. the last thing is this, is, this is okay to do, right? Say no. Okay. Oh, As busy. Yeah, exactly. Hardest thing to do. Yes. yes, he says that as busy leaders and entrepreneurs, we have to know what to shoot for to sim simplify our lives. It means saying no over and over again to unimportant things flying in our direction every day and remaining focused and saying yes to the few things that truly matter. And it is on the nail. Yeah, because nail. I'll give you. A, so I'm I'm moving shortly into a new house, and I don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. Who wants to give me old furniture? And I am like, no. And I, it's the hardest thing. Actually, right after this phone conversation, this this our interview, I have to go and 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 tell him no. I I don't want your old stuff. <laughs> Just say no. I think the problem is too. I think it goes back to. People worry about things they shouldn't worry about, and they don't focus on things they should focus on. It's like I always say, worrying is paying on a debt you may never owe, and everybody worries about the things that they, they can't control. But when the things you can control, like telling this person to leave you alone, I mean, yeah. that's what it comes down to. It's not that you're being rude. Right. I know you want to be nice to everybody. Like your old junk is not my, my yeah. problem. Your you old know, junk is your problem. They yeah. say one man's trash is another man's treasure, but I mean, come on. You don't have yeah. to have everything. You know, you want your own stuff, right? Exactly. If you don't. I, I, I have stuff and I don't need it and whatever. No. <laughs> It is, it is not something that you should do. So those are four things I think that uh, we have we have trouble with two out of the four, I think. So we need to work on this in order to get with Warren Buffett, and maybe Warren could come on the show and give us a little bit more. But those two things were two out of four, basically. Right. So uh, right. I guess we, we are considered the dreamers instead and of the doers. fear of the unknown. Yeah. So it stops them, and you just have to go for it. But that's, that's why I can so fear the motorcycle, too, but I want to do it because I've never done it. As a, Except when it comes to motorcycles. No, I know that. But see, when you have a Jewish mother at home, you don't get to ride the motorcycle because why are you going out with a motorcycle? You get off the motorcycle. You know, you no, can't. I'm yeah. So bad. Well, it's funny. My mother evidently at this point at 75 doesn't really care anymore. So I told I her I told her I bought a motorcycle. 
She says, darling, don't worry about it. It's good. You know, it's good for you. I'm glad you got one. She did, so she pretty much doesn't care anymore. That's right. what, it, you know, my, my mother. So speaking of not caring anymore, I, I've been, I don't know if you've, you know, if you've kept up with any of the episodes, I've talked about my vacation struggles during with this oh. whole COVID thing, right? So we yeah. started out in April. We were supposed to go to the Bahamas. Our friend, a good friend was uh, turning 50 and we were going to rock it in the Bahamas, right? That was what we were going to do. So that got canceled, right? Uh, my company was sending me to Greece uh, in May and that got canceled. Um, then in August, we, we decided to reschedule the Bahama trip for August. And again, they said, Americans, you're not allowed in. We don't want you. Okay. So we weren't allowed to go again. So at this point, I'm like, come on, we got to do something. So Susan and I are celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary. I know your anniversary is coming it's, up as well, yeah. right? All are you 25, 25 years yeah. as well? Yeah. Yes, 25 years. So Joe's going to buy you a pen, but I've decided to do something a little bit different for Susan this year. So okay. we wanted to, uh, we've had a good time in Vegas when we've gone. So right. I decided, I booked the penthouse suite at the Bellagio. So, and we are going to go from October 10th through the 15th and I'm getting on a plane. I'm going to wear the mask. I'm going to try to do it. You know, we're doing comfort plus because I, I can't sit and coach. It's just a, right. a nightmare. It's like, you know, Greyhound bus in the sky. Um, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do that. We're going to Vegas. And I figured at this point we got to go somewhere. And, and I know Vegas is, is, is open, but they're, you know, 50% capacity for restaurants. You got to wear your mask at the casino. But I look at it this way. If I can actually, at 6 in the morning, because Vegas time, you know us, uh, we're, it's like we're still on East Coast time. It's like 9 o'clock right. already. By that time, I'm ready, you know? So I go down. I, that's my favorite time in Vegas. At 6 a.m. Vegas time, you go downstairs. I sit at the blackjack table. And if I could order a Bloody Mary at the blackjack table <laughs> at, six at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm in. I, you know, they talk about New York as being the city that never sleeps. I think Vegas <laughs> is so yeah. far above that. I think it's, yeah. but I, but my, my going back to that 50% thing. So I said, well, we're going to be restaurants. They just started opening up the bars again in Vegas. Okay. So I said, here's the deal. 50% of Vegas is still better than anything of sitting at home. So I said, you know what? I could be at a penthouse suite in the Bellagio. And even if I can't go out, I still have that, right? That's got to be exactly. better. Yeah. That's got to be better. So right. we are going right. to finally take a vacation that is right. not a staycation or, as I like to say, a coronacation. Thanks to Paul Philippi in episode, I don't know, three or four. We talked about coronacation. Uh, I think it was four. Episode four. Up to 25. I can't I can't remember all these episodes anymore. This is <laughs> it's pretty terrible when I'm coming up with the content and I can't remember what we're doing. <laughs> That's because you're old. Exactly. Old. Well, we, we, we talked about that. So, uh, But Vegas, it's going to be like the Griswolds, and it's going to be a Vegas vacation. And, uh, you know, Dr. Papa, was it Papa, Papa Geo or something like that? I can't think of uh, from the movie Vegas Vacation. Papa Giorgio. There you go. It's right, Papa right. Giorgio. Do you remember that? Or no? Am I, you're just looking at me like, and I know yeah. we're, we're on a podcast here where nobody can see us, but I know <laughs> that you were like, what the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> Who the? We, on our show, we do, uh, you know, we do a movie and we give out a prize. I can never guess the movie. And they had the simplest one the other day. It was it was Return of the Jedi. But I, I was like, oh, Star Wars, I know this. And I'm like, wait, do I get partial credit? I'm so bad with, like, naming 
scenes from movies or people from movies. It goes in the head and out the head. Out the head. It's, <laughs> it just goes all over the place. So yes. speaking of going, um, so this uh, weekend is the high holy days yes. for the Jewish holiday. But I, I, before I get into that, I wanted to ask you. So I did, I talked to Angela last week about the Jewish holidays. And one of my biggest pet peeves is people saying, happy, you know, new year to those who celebrate or happy, you know, uh, whatever, you know, it's just to those who celebrate, right? If you say Shana Tova, we know who celebrates, right? Do we need to go yeah. into the caveat or am I missing something? No, here? no, 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 okay. no. People don't do that for Christmas, right? You just no, Christmas, but whether you're but, Jewish or, or Catholic or whatever religion you are, you just say Merry Christmas. But our tribes members are just as guilty, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, it's awful. Just we don't need the caveat. So the high holy day of Yom Kippur begins at sundown on Sunday night, and right. of course that means that you know one day of all the sins yes. that you have done throughout the year, and between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, you're supposed to think about how bad you've been for the year. Right, and I don't think one day is enough, but I'll, I'll get into that. But one day of fasting from sundown on Sunday night to sundown on Monday and right. all of your sins are supposedly forgiven, right? That's that's amazing. Or as John Stewart likes to say, even in sin, Lent is 40 days, even in sin, you guys pay retail is what he he always said. But I like what he actually said. He goes, you know, by tomorrow, by Monday at two o'clock, it's kind of cloudy. Technically you can have a sandwich. Right. That's the that's the way it's kind of like a little bit of a rule. But you lived in Alaska, right? Yeah. Comes up. <laughs> but I, I actually remember uh, there was, you know, because a lot with with Yom Kippur, you will see the Jews off social media for a few minutes. At least they'll, they'll pretend to be off right. social media. Um, and I made an announcement last week that I love the people that tell you, oh, by the way, I'm going to be off social media for a while oh, because I'm taking a break. Yeah, that drives me crazy because I don't need to know that you're right. taking a break. Just take the break. Don't it, say anything. Yeah, we don't need you that badly. I didn't care about you before. I don't care about yeah. you now. We don't care about <laughs> your break. But the Jews are going to take their break from, you know, the sundown to sun. They're going to come back and have the, the break fast and all this, the, the stuff. And some of them fast, some of them don't. I'm not a big faster. I've never been. I don't I don't believe in fasting. But, you know, if you, you be you, boo, that's the way I look at it. You want to fast? <laughs> You yes. go right ahead, and God bless you for trying and doing it. But I, I got to be honest; I can't go more than three hours without eating, uh, just yeah, in general. I, I'm, 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 that's that's why I you got, know, you know, twenty uh, pounds. Nineteen years ago, I went into labor on Yom Kippur, and I was so excited because when you're pregnant, you don't have to fast. And I was like, "Awesome! Yeah. You know, I can eat this year." And then I go into labor, and I wasn't able to. Ice chips, honey. Ice chips. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you get. But anyway, they're going to be off social media. And I, I remember, again, this is going back to probably in the 80s and 90s, they would have where, um, I don't know if it was Imus or somebody in the morning, they would they would do these prank phone calls to their bosses who were Jews at home on Yom Kippur. And whoever answered their phone would be in trouble, right? They would... They would do that. So don't answer your phone on Yom Kippur. Although now nobody answers their phone anyway. It's right, uh, exactly. <laughs> it's like to, I actually had a friend of mine tell me, "Thank you for taking my call." Really? And I'm thinking to myself, going, "Well, you called me." It's like, yeah, but people don't answer the phone. 
Because <laughs> now you can. Oh, I don't want to talk to that person. I don't want to talk to that person. We, the, you know, it's funny. I remember I was one of the first people to get caller ID. I bought the little Bell Atlantic. It was a white box that was in like 1987, maybe 88, oh and it had it had the caller ID. You'd plug it into your phone, and you would know the number that came up. And that was well before anybody was that technical. I also remember when um, Direct TV came out with the receiver for TiVo. It was oh, Direct TV, right? So that was two thousand. That was the Super Bowl that Janet Jackson had oh, the inst, you yes. know, and and I was sitting there watching. We were watching the Super Bowl at a party at, at you know, and uh, we kept fast, rewinding. That I mean, think about I, this. I, I remember I had I had babies then. I had the yeah. triplets then, and I just I was by myself with these babies, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, did I just see her boob? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the heck is happening? I mean. And I, I look at it as, yeah, it was great. They're real and they're spectacular. That's the way I looked at it. But it was, I just find it interesting that our children, okay, have never, they don't know what it's like to not have pause and rewind on their television. Or to get up off the couch to actually change the, the dial or make a phone call with, with a rotary phone. Oh, I know. I have, I have this. A, one, a friend of mine who's a teacher and he, there was still a payphone in his in his school and he talks about this student who was like she was waiting for a parent to pick up and she was crying he went over to her what's the matter and he's like i'm trying to call my mom to pick me up but the phone isn't working and it was a rotary phone and she was trying <laughs> to press the buttons inside the rotary phone and it wasn't working and that to me is like oh my gosh <laughs> We, I think, I bought this house that I'm currently in right now. It came with the kitchen phone. If you remember, you had this big kitchen phone that was attached to the wall, yep. and it had a big, long cord that you could go into every single room in the house with this big cord from one yep. phone that was in the kitchen because that's all that the families had when we grew up. We had maybe one, maybe two phones, but all I remember growing up is that one phone in the kitchen. And then I remember when the cordless phones came oh, out. Oh, that, that was, was, oh my gosh. But you kept, you would leave them all over the place so the battery went out. So it always went back to the kitchen phone. Yes. And the kitchen phone that I had in my house, when we bought this house, it was um, in 2004 um, from, uh, from an elderly lady, her child said that his mom was still paying rent on that phone up until about 10 years prior can you imagine we used to rent at the phone yes we did you know there's a lot of things that uh and they and they kind of went away from that but uh i remember that they broke up uh, ma bell and that was like a big deal at&t now now we have walmart we have we have one company running everything amazon you know, yeah, it's like, exactly. it's, it's just, you know, we, we thought it would be right to uh, to do that because a monopoly was not good with AT&T, but it's okay yeah. with Amazon yeah, to be, exactly. but that's, you know, neither here nor there. And, and, you know, this is, this is so much fun, you know, reliving those times. I think that as, as unfortunately as we go, right. I mean, hopefully 50 years, right. We're still living or at a hundred, I don't know, maybe, maybe 90. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I think when we go, we're one of those generations that is able to have things without internet. We're going to be the last of that group, right? Because my father-in-law is 92 um, and he knows what it's like, you know, to to live after the World War II, right? Um, And and so that's kind of, 
uh, one thing. But look at us. I mean, we grew up with with no. I mean, I had cable by the, in 1978, so I was about 10 when I first got cable. Um, but yeah, probably about the same the same time. I was every whatever year Blue Lagoon came out. That's oh yes, it was on HBO. <laughs> my parents would not let me. And HBO was free, uh, but my parents would not let me watch Blue Lagoon. So whatever, however old. There was a, there was a tuchus that was shown in Blue Lagoon, and you couldn't see Christopher Atkins' <laughs> ass, right? Is that is yes. that Brooke Shields? I, I have no idea why. <laughs> you know, Brooke Shields. I know friends that went to school with her in New Jersey. She went to Dwight Englewood. I didn't know if you knew that in New Jersey. Oh, no, yeah. Not. Look at that. See, this is the things that I know. I use this information, but, um, but that's, uh, but yeah, I remember watching, I had friends over, so I was about maybe 12 and we decided it would be a good thing to do. And since Halloween's coming up, I'll figure I'll bring this up. We decided it would be a nice thing to do to get to my house. And it was probably about eight o'clock at night, maybe nine. And we put on, we decided we're going to turn the lights off. And put on a, a movie. Now, this was before VCRs and VHS, so you had to watch it when it was on, right? Right, So right. HBO or one of the channels, it might have been, I think it was HBO, they had The Exorcist on. <laughs> and that movie was from 1973, but I had never seen it, right? So um, we get and we watch this movie. And to this day, I will not watch that movie ever again. Really? It is the scariest oh movie I cannot watch The Sixth Sense. That I am spooked by that movie. Wow. And The Exorcist. I mean, I don't even think Linda Blair can watch it personally. I think she likes her, <laughs> her you know, roller boogie movies better or whatever she was I, in. I have a confession. I don't think I've ever watched it. Well, don't. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I forbid you to watch this movie. Don't don't watch it. It's, it's Nothing good happens when you watch <laughs> The Exorcist because I'm telling you, as a 12-year-old or 30, whatever we were, um, we watched it with friends. We shut the lights off and I swear to you nightmares. Um, and I don't know if it's because it was kind of almost real. Like you, I mean, not that that's going to happen, but the whole getting possessed thing, I think is something that scares the bejesus out of me. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's so, well, yeah, you look possessed. Yeah. So, so my advice <laughs> to all people listening to the two people listening to this podcast to, not watch the exorcist okay do not uh i i you know and you can go do it but i'm telling you're gonna you're gonna call me at your own risk you're gonna call me you're gonna text me and you're gonna say that is the scariest movie i have ever seen and i've seen all the omen movies i've seen and i watched all the friday the 13th movies they're almost comedy compared to the exorcist I, I, right. I, I kid you not. So let's, uh, this is the stuff we like to teach people here. But uh, yeah. I hope you had a good time uh, doing this because it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, we, we, you know, 35 minutes and we could go on for an hour and 35 minutes and I'm sure people would get bored to tears, but you and I would have fun. That's the way yeah. I look at it. But, yeah. but, you know, I'm glad you guys are staying safe. The mother of triplets plus one. I always found that. I remember you decided after you had the triplets, it was a good idea to get pregnant again. I don't know why, uh, but we love, is it Adam? Is it, is it the fourth one? No, Natalie is the fourth one. Oh, okay. But Adam is one of the, right? You, uh, Adam is, is, is one of the triplets. Okay. But he's okay. I thought you had the boy. La- I, I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't keep track. <laughs> Two girls, one boy triplets and then another girl yeah but what made you think that after the three you wanted another one or was this something that you just thought oh i want four um well 
I'll tell you the true story. Yeah, I'd like a true story. I don't want any lies. um, At a Christmas SUV, WSUV. Fordham University. Yes. And um, I was at a Christmas party and my babies who were very young, like maybe six months at the time, each one had a sleepover. And we went home after the Christmas party. And and Jed's a millionaire. Baby. All right. (laughs) Well, that, so so we'll see. There how, you have it. <laughs> the truth. We'll see if there's any COVID babies coming up, but uh, oh, I, I, I think there is going to be COVID babies and COVID divorces. <laughs> oh, definitely. I always felt bad, and I brought this up several times on the podcast. I feel bad the people that were not doing well before COVID, and maybe were having an affair before, and now all of a sudden have to deal with their spouse on a regular basis all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's well, like I'm happily married. That feel bad for me because I've had to deal. That's the deal. We've we, we've done 25 years, and the old saying is, "You could get less time for killing them." But and, yes, it's, it's true. <laughs> give my best to Joe. Um, it is fun. Tell him that I'm I'm always thinking about him when I think about a pen. Uh, take the pen. But thank you. Take the pen. Take the pen. <laughs> Remember, you could like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook at Lens Burning Bush. You can follow Lens Burning Bush on Twitter, again, at Lens Burning Bush. Listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Tune in. And now get on your Alexa device and say, Alexa, play Lens Burning Bush. That will be. So I'm, I mean, this is, you can go, if you, if you can't find it now, then you're just avoiding it, which I can understand. But uh, there's, uh, it's all over the place. We're in 26 states now listening, uh, District of Columbia. I even have some people in Germany. So I wanted to, I wanted really? to, yeah. And, and, and I was in Germany in Munich last year. And wow. I, I've got to be honest with you. I loved every minute of it. And the beer in Germany is fantastic. Um, really good. I mean, I thought everybody had said, because if you go, you know, the UK or Germany, the beer is kind of room temperature because Americans, we like our things cold, but in Germany, it was just amazing. And I just want to say a good, or was it, was it cold? It was, it was a little bit colder than room temperature. You you didn't notice that it wasn't that cold. Like it was cold enough. Coldish. Right. Okay. Coldish. But I will say. Yes, I do like my beer cold too, but I loved it in Germany. And I will say prose to the uh, people in Germany listening. We also have people in the UK listening. So make sure you get your kippas and eggs, right? Is that good? Kippas and eggs? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Susan Aller. Uh, I am Len Harvey. We will be back again with another episode of Len's Burning Bush next week. So long.